That's me literally complicating the process so I'm less likely to do it. And if you want to do something, you have to switch that around and make it less complicated. So where are you overcomplicating things that you should just make simple to start? It's it's always an iterative 1% improvement per day, per week, per month, per quarter, per year. And and the idea here is is simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket, every day from anywhere for free welcome to next level university next level nation welcome back to another very special as always episode of next level university where we teach you how to level up your life your love your health and your wealth we hope you enjoyed our latest episode it was number 985 i believe it was the title was why people struggle with fitness today for episode number 986 don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. I, hopefully you had a wonderful week. Hopefully you're having a wonderful weekend if you're listening to this on Sunday. I was having a conversation with Taryn in bed on last Sunday. And on Sundays, we usually do our check-ins. And our check-ins consisted of going through the six basic human needs and going through the five love languages and then answering a bunch of questions. And I came to the understanding quickly. And I said this to Taryn. I said, babe, I think we have overcomplicated this like to a drastic extent. I said, we're doing the six basic human needs. Neither of us even knows what significance is. Every time we get there, we're like, I don't know. I think I, I pretty significant, pretty good, decent, pretty good. And I said, you know, the five love languages are great, but what if we, in order to get this started and build momentum, we just did like three questions. What is what was your favorite thing about last week? What was your least favorite thing about last week? What is one thing you want to um, happen again or happen more? What do you want? What's one thing you want to happen less? If we just started doing that, we'd be able to build momentum and then maybe we could add on stuff as we went. I think of it, Alan, one of the reasons I believe that we've been so consistent with podcasting is because we didn't make setup more complicated than it had to be. I mean, we've kind of had a studio in the very beginning, we didn't. But when we started podcasting at your mom's house, we always had a studio. And it was always set up. It was always set up. We walked in, we turned on the lights, we turned on the mics, we turned on the camera, and we were good to go. A lot of people overcomplicate things. So I think of it like this. When I wanted to play less PlayStation, I remember Alan and I went through a phase where we were joking about that a lot because I was playing too much PlayStation. What did I do? I disconnected it and I put it under the TV. Every single time I want to play it, I have to take it out. I have to take the TV and swing it and I got to plug it in and I got to plug the PlayStation in. And then when I'm done, I have to break it down and put it away again. It's a giant pain in the butt. That's me literally complicating the process so I'm less likely to do it. And if you want to do something, you have to switch that around and make it less complicated. So where are you overcomplicating things that you should just make simple to start? I think that's a good frame is simple to start. It's 
very challenging to start something you've never done, never mind if it's overly complicated. I remember back when we were, I was working at that old company, Alan, one time we switched from paper time cards to like this app and it was garbage. The app was brutal. It would crash. You never knew if it worked. It was way too complicated for people who had never used it before. And we were teaching people who had just started the job how to use it. It was a giant pain in the butt. There has to be a way to bridge the gap between um, where you are and the simplest version of where you're trying to go. Do not overcomplicate your steps. When I was in college, uh, we created something called the IEEE Money Machine. And essentially, Kev, so there was like a building it. called Atwater Kent. It was the electrical and computer engineering building. And there was one room that they would sell snacks in. And one of our projects was to create a user interface with sort of like a, a self-automated cash register with a, a user interface that you could plug and play, click in, and like put your credit card in and that whole thing. And I remember I did a lot of studying back then about user interface. So it's called UI, UX, user experience, and user interface. And so essentially, when I was doing all that studying, Apple was kind of the leader at that time in user interface design because Steve Jobs was talking about three-click satisfaction. Boom, boom, done. Boom, boom, done. So at all given times, you got to think, okay, what's the most important objective? And how do I get there as simply and as quickly as possible? And so Kevin and I, for example, with this episode, three-click satisfaction, same sort of mindset is, okay, what's the most important objective? Explain why complexity is the enemy of execution and why making things simple will help you stay consistent, which is so critical. So that's number one. Number two, what's the question you can ask yourself? How can I make this simpler? How often are you asking this question? How can I make this simpler? How can I make this simpler? How can I make this simpler? And so whether it's podcasting or it's leading the NLU team or it's the Conscious Couples podcast or it's my fitness journey, I try to make things as simple as possible. Einstein once said, making things as simple as possible but not any simpler than they should be. And that's kind of what life is. It's a constant dance between complexity and simplification, complexity and simplification. And so if you started a fitness journey, you probably started out with like, you know what, I'm going to try running every day. And then you just kind of did it. And then eventually it was like, okay, well now I'm going to try to like time my mile. I want to do like a timed mile. And then eventually it was like, well, now I need track shoes and I need to make sure I'm on a track. And it's like, okay, well on top of that, I also need a coach as well. And I'm going to start tracking my calories and I'm going to track my macros, and my nutrition. I'm also going to track my water. One of the things that Kevin and I, quite frankly, are guilty of on this podcast is sometimes I personally, more than him, I complexify stuff. Uh, I'm an engineer and and sometimes this is the, the way to think about it. When you want to be at a peak performing level, you almost have to complexify a little bit, but not at the expense of consistency. Let me explain. So I've used this before on the podcast. Eskimos have 12 different types of snow. They have more distinctions on different types of snow because, and therefore they are more equipped to be fit in a snowy environment. So for example, your computer, everyone think about their computer right now. Maybe you have a Mac or maybe you have a PC. I know the ins and outs of how that computer works. I was building computers when I was a kid. So there's a motherboard and there's random access memory and there's your hard drive. It could be solid state or not. There's, 
you know, the graphics card, there's the user interface, there's the operating system, there's software on there. So it can get very complex very quickly. There's and there's Kevin's mouse. He's there's showing a mouse, his mouse. too. If there is there's also a mouse. A mouse. Yeah. Well, maybe not. <laughs> in I guess in case you might you not didn't have know. one. You might <laughs> yeah. not have one. There's a touchpad. And there's a bunch of other things in there as well. There's a cooling system, blah, blah, blah. Here's my point. The system is very complex. But the people who use an iPhone or a Mac, they make it as simple as possible to use. And so a system can be complex, but yet using it should be very, very simple. So think about this. When you go on Amazon.com, they try to make it as simple as possible to make a purchasing decision. That's what Bezos's original Acorn was. That was the uh, the idea. How do we help people make a purchasing decision online? And so behind the scenes, Amazon is super complex. I mean, I I used to work with them a little bit when I used to do industrial automation. And trust me, their facilities, the complexities of of how they do their logistics is unreasonably difficult and complicated. But they're always trying to simplify, trying to simplify, trying to simplify. So in your own life, it's the same idea. If you want to get to the next level in a weird way, you kind of have to have a couple more distinctions. What is up, you guys? My name is Gabby, and I just want to give a huge shout out to Kevin and Alan for the community that they have created and the mission that they are on over at Next Level University. Never in a million years did I think when I started listening to the Hyperconscious podcast two years ago that I would be as invested as I am today. But here we are two years later, I have done group coaching. I truly look forward to every single episode they drop, all of the things that they're teaching. And I am now doing one-on-one coaching with Alan to help level up in my business. And all I got to say about these guys across the board is they are true, genuine souls. They mean it when they say they are heart-driven and they mean it when they say they are no BS. And I think that's probably my favorite part about them. They get rid of the fluff. They give you tactical tips and tricks to help you level up in your life, to help you make strides towards your goals. And they've created a community of like-minded people to lean on each other at every single stage of life. So guys, thank you from the bottom of my heart for the impact that you have made in my life. And I am so very excited to see the impact and the waves that you make from here on out. So for example, the five love languages book by Gary Chapman, Emilia and I have 25 conscious love languages. So we complexified it for people who really want a world-class relationship, a, the most extraordinary relationship in the world, those distinctions between food being a love language, sexual intimacy being a love language, and you know lifestyle preferences being a love language, those distinctions matter. But remember, if you over-complexify at the expense of consistency, it's not a good thing. And so it all depends on kind of where you're at, right? Serena Williams needs to have a few more distinctions about tennis than me and Kevin if we want to jump on the court. And that's okay. That's that's the way it works. So try to try to make sure you're in the the complexity sweet spot, the simplification sweet spot between is this too complex, like Kevin and Taryn with the check-in, or is this too simple? Emilia and I recently, and this is the story that I had for this episode, we used to do gratitudes every single day from the moment we met to at least a year and a half in. I have them all saved on my phone. We used to do audio gratitudes. If we were in person, we would do them in person. And if we were not in person, we would audio each other on our iPhones. And for a full 200 plus days, I have them all saved. Uh, not 200 plus days, I'm sorry. A year and a half, I have them all saved. We'd never missed. Here's the problem. We complexified it. We got to the point where we were doing like 21 a night. 
not every night, but some nights it was literally 15 minute long audios, genuinely of just things we were grateful for. And of course, in the beginning of a relationship, you're getting to know each other. You want to understand each other at the deepest level. You're trying to understand every nuance. And that's probably why we know the 25 conscious love languages because we did all this deep, deep, deep work. But now here we are, we weren't being consistent with gratitudes for, I would say at least six months. Um, And it was bothering me pretty regularly. Uh, And her as well, but me, I think more. Because I missed it. I missed doing it. And recently, we now have a rule. We're only allowed to do three. So last night, she did three, and she was smiling. She's like, okay. And she, I knew she had more, for sure. And she's like, oh, only did three. Because I don't want to overcomplexify it again at the expense of us actually doing it. And the same with the check-ins as well. We had the seven. Uh, we had seven of them. So we had the six human needs, and then the seventh one was a wild card, which was sex, and we were going to check in on sex. But essentially... What we do now is two questions. We have the cornerstone question and we have the permission question. The cornerstone question is simple. It's, uh, is there anything about me or our relationship that you think have dimmed your light lately? Have I ever dimmed your light? Have you ever felt suppressed anywhere with me lately? And then that's the cornerstone question. Mine is, have I ever felt caged? Is there anything that she said or did that made me feel caged or trapped? And then the, the permission question is my favorite question in the world, which is, Is there anything about me, my character, or our relationship that has been bothering you lately that you wish didn't, but it still sort of does? And that's the permission question. It gives her permission to come out with some of the stuff that maybe have been bothering her without me really noticing or or her even noticing. And so now we have two questions, three gratitudes, two questions on Sunday, and that's it. And once we build momentum, here's what's going to happen. It will end up getting a little bit more complex if we're not careful. And then we might fall off of consistency. And so my, my thesis here is how do you get the benefits of some new features or new, consist, uh, new complexities, new distinctions, but not at the expense of consistency? And so I think the, the tell-all here of whether or not something is too complex is whether or not you can be consistent. I think that's really what it comes down to. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times Kevin and I have had to like redesign our peak performance tracker or redesign our life or redesign our schedule or redesign the way we lead the team, uh, redesign how we do this podcast. I mean, it's it's pretty constant. And every uh, one of the things I was thinking about when you were saying that, Alan, when I start a podcast journey with a client, I am always thinking how, what can we do to make this as simple as humanly possible based on where this person is. Somebody who is not good with technology, I literally say, get this microphone. This is what we use for the first, whatever, 700 episodes. Plug it into your laptop and you can go. If you have a camera on your laptop, you're good to go. Now, there's other people who they'll order a $750 mixer, they'll order a $2,000 camera, there'll be a backdrop, there'll be lighting, but it all depends on where that person is. Alan and I both have expensive mixers. I have lights bolted to my ceiling. I have a camera that runs, it's here, that runs into my laptop, but there's also something that runs from the laptop to a big TV. There's lights over here. There's lights over here, right? This backdrop, this microphone. So for most people, if they had to set this up and figure this out and troubleshoot, it would be way too complicated for them. They would not continue. Right, exactly. And and the key here is to start small and build. Kevin didn't suddenly wake up and had that huge, amazing studio with all the expensive equipment. It was such an iterative, long-term process. You're... This extreme makeover crap is just nonsense. We don't believe in it. It's not real. You're not going to just like, oh, okay, let me just 
completely renovate my entire house all at once. It's like, okay, let's focus on the kitchen right now. Oh, okay. Kitchen's done. Awesome. Okay. You know what? Honestly, this weekend, let's, let's, um, do clean out the basement. Emilia and I are doing this in our condo. Like every weekend we have one main project that needs to get done. I remember one of them was the whiteboard. When we first moved in at first, it was let's get a couch. Okay. Let's set up the bed. Okay. Let's do redo the closets. Um, the whiteboard was a whole thing. You know, it might be a couple extra holes in the wall. Um, because of a few miscalculations. It's your wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but, and then one of them was literally hang the clock. Like there's a, I don't know if you've been here since I hang, hung the clock. It's a pretty good job. Pretty no, good I, job. Have. <laughs> I have. I have. Because yeah. I remember seeing it like. Mm, very I centered. Either, I either thought one of two things. Wow, I can't believe he made this as big of a deal as he did. Or <laughs> nice. One of the nice. two. I don't remember. One genuinely. of the two. Um, and then the setting up the nook and making sure Tucker's bed's done and. It's it's always an iterative 1% improvement per day, per week, per month, per quarter, per year. And and the idea here is is simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. It's it's really hard and that's why we love Macs and iPhones because they're they're so simple. You know a Mac Kev only has one button. It doesn't even have like two clicks of the mouse. Yeah. There's only one click. And I know why they did that. You know what I mean? I do. And and I've actually started to use Emilia's Mac a little bit when we do relationship talks coaching. I understand. iOS is better in some ways. Some of the nerdy people who grew up with PCs love to complexify. They love Android. They love PCs so they can customize, customize, customize. If you don't want to customize and you just want the result, you go to Apple. And Apple's the most successful company in the history of the world. And I think it's because of this idea of how do we keep it as simple as possible so that it stays effective. And we're designing an app right now and uh, that's a main focal point for us, which is like, how do we make this app have great features, but how do we keep it simple so that it doesn't affect people's ability to stay consistent? Uh, it's a, it's quite an art. Keep it simple, stupid, as they say. I don't like the stupid part, but keep it simple, something. There you go. Keep it, keep simple, it simple, Kevin. Something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. K-I-S-K. Next level nation. We have a private Facebook group that is ready for you to join. If you want to be part of a like-minded community where you feel like you can actually be your authentic self, click the link in the show notes. It'll take you there and you will join everybody else in the next level family. And you belong. You belong there. It's a safe place to be you. And that's why we set it up the way it is set up. So speaking of overly complexifying things, we read a book called Think and Grow Rich in Book Club. And, and that book, in hindsight, I read it seven years ago. I reread it for Book Club. And in hindsight, it, it, it is. It's overly complex. It's There's a lot of weird stuff in there. And so we went back to the basics. We went back to the fundamentals. There's a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck that is so well written because it's so simple and it's based on deep research. So if you don't read enough, if you don't feel like you have a lot, enough accountability to stay reading, I fell asleep literally with a book in my face last night. Um Join Book Club every Saturday, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You don't have to have your mic on. You don't have to have your camera on. There is zero obligation to participate. Of course, we want you to, but you do not have to. Um, we've gotten so many positive reviews and feedback about the book Mindset, and it's going to help you tremendously. It really we, we, we joke about Book Club being Mirror Club. It really might as well be the Self-Awareness Club because we're not just reading books, we're talking about our lives and our past and our future, and it's really contemplative, it's pretty great. Um, so just listen in to start, and then eventually maybe you'll want to participate. So great books with great people, join us every Saturday, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, coming up on 62 weeks. Coming up good. on 62 Hashtag weeks. NLU Book Club. Mm-hmm. 
Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 987. Oh, Ace is going to make an appearance here. Don't step on my keyboard, sir. Uh, we are going to talk about grit. What can you accomplish without grit? A lot of people, oh, there you go, Cat for tail. YouTube. <laughs> a lot of people have a negative association with overcoming obstacles or pushing themselves through physical, mental, emotional pain. That is grit in a nutshell, and it's so important for you to practice that if you want to be successful. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.